What is this, Lady Ada? Hey, everybody, and welcome. It's time for Show and Tell. Thanks to, um, well, Melissa, Liz, JP, Noam, Pedro, they've been running Show and Tell, and we've had some more times so we can get ready for Ask Engineer, which we're still going to do. Teamwork makes a dream work. I'm just saying, I want to give thanks to them, but we're yeah. back for a, a special uh, original cast edition. Yeah, that extra half an hour every week that we get um, sometimes. So we get to watch the show until later, but that extra half an hour, we're getting the show ready, we're getting new products ready, and we've been um, doing the unending dance of chip shortage, supply chain crises, and more. So um, eventually you get to the point where a half an hour is one of the most precious uh, substances yeah. if time is a substance. All right, but speaking of half an hour, for the next half an hour, we've yeah. got a wonderful show. We've got a whole bunch of people, Adafruit folks, me burping, uh, coming by. I'm going to show off what they're working on. People from the community are going to come by. We're yep. going to be here until 7.55. I'm going to just kind of shove over here a little right. bit. Um, so let's kick it off. We'll start off with Noah and Pedro. Tell us what you're up to. Hello. Hello. Hey, hey what's up, folks? Yeah. Hey, check it out. Uh, so, yeah, this week we figured we'd do kind of a showcase video and a guide on using 3D CAD parts in our GitHub repo. So we've been kind of slowly building this over the years, and we've had um, lots of parts added, and we thought it was time to kind of document how folks can contribute and also how to use it. Um, so I got here a CAD animation of um, a collab project that we did That's with nice. JP. This is the Walk Person. Yeah. And uh, it uses all of the uh, the models that we have uh, available on the GitHub uh, repo. So we got a feather here. Um, we have things like uh, the switches, the Neo key, all the things. And if you don't see a part, folks can uh, submit part requests. And uh, we've been going through some of those and uh, making some parts. So that's what we got this week. But also, we wanted to share something uh, yeah. else. Let me oh, see yeah. if I can get it loaded here. So I know you like books, PT. So yeah, uh, there was a really cool Kickstarter that happened. I don't know when I lost track. I didn't think it was going to happen. Years so, ago, yeah. Yeah, Kickstarter is a form of for gambling. Oh, this is cool. Yeah, I, I I thought my kid would be like in high school by the time this thing got to us. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a family heirloom passed down from child to child. My father cuts his board gates. My father's my, father's Kickstarter. My father's father's right. mother's. But, oh, this is cool. No, I wanted to show this off because, yeah, the electronic engineering books, that's always cool. But then, of course, like yeah. parts, as soon as Noah saw these, like, dude, where did they get that those super slim arcade part, uh, buttons? Because it's like, dude, what? yeah, that wouldn't fit in here. Slim. Yeah. 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 Ah. Nice buttons. So go ahead yeah, and show so I'll send you, yeah. I, I got two, so I'll send you guys. Oh, cool. Check out the parts. Um, so it, it, this is on how logic gates work. So yeah, I'll, I just got in. I'll show it to my kid uh, as soon as we get Alpha here. Yeah. But, yeah just showing you, you know, the, how the knot works. That's cool. That's very neat that yeah. um it it works differently every you know each. Yeah. So what it's one. doing? It's there's like white sensors design. there. So yeah, yeah you can that take makes sense. Oh yeah. yeah. So you can do both. Oh, so it knows. Yeah. So like some of the emails that the guy was sending over was like, oh no, part shortage. Look, my sensors I got, they're all different. Uh, my code's yep. not working anymore. So. Yeah. You guys have the really hard to pull off a Kickstarter right now. I know. Oh my god, this I, is very I, cool. Again, I'm surprised they came in today. There was like no tracking on it, so it was a complete surprise. So this is pretty cool. Yeah, Showing off the Ooh, look at this. A right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good. It's a cute hack. It's a good idea. Yeah. Over that's here so cool. shows it's more matrixy as different colors. Oh, that's a nice touch. That's how the pages are kind of working, right? So that's how it knows. I love this. Look, it's magical. Yeah. Yeah. Smart. Really nice. 
Um, yeah, our strategy is usually say the same thing. It's like it's for kids, but really it's for adults. I like how the use of foam is uh -huh. the enclosure, right? So yeah, that's what's, yeah, that's what's housing the buttons and the piece of base. What so a great really design! Nice. Yeah. I like that it's like you know it's like electronics, but in a new format and medium. I think that's I, I always yeah. love that when it's like it's it's. I mean, people rebuilding stuff is good, but um, it's very. This is very inspirational and, and, and nifty. Uh, use of, of microcontrollers and sensors. Exactly. Yeah. So I wonder if you guys you can like I guess do a breakdown or something. Or at least try to source wherever they got these arcade buttons. Yeah, those are nice. Like, these buttons. are cool. Yeah, I like them. Yeah, those are nice. Yeah, yeah check right. it out. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Thanks, now Pedro. Thank you. Cool show cool and tell. Stuff. All right, Jeff, what you got going on this Jeffler. week? Hello. A couple of weeks ago, I was teasing this keyboard, uh, which is a Commodore 16 keyboard, uh, that I was converting it to a, uh, run with CircuitPython, and here it is running on a yeah. KB2040, and that guide is live now. So just the basic creating a keyboard, and then I also create a more advanced keyboard with an FN key and like handling all of the weird like shift uh, two sends a double quote. How do you even do that? Yeah. Um, and then I had a third program, which I think will be interesting called, I, I named it the uh, matrix whisperer that can help you sort out if you have an unknown key matrix, which, oh. uh, like which are row key, which are row pins, which are column pins and like get a whole map of the keyboard just by pressing each key in turn. So uh, I will drop a link to that guide. Um, in the Discord for people who are interested in it. And just to tease you, there is like a queue of at least four keyboards we're going to do, and maybe more. Uh, Ooh, over I a wonder months. what's next. <laughs> uh, that one's that one will be like fourth, but yeah. Oh. Is that one next? No, I don't know. I, I can do it. Next. What's next? Who's on first? <laughs> what, exactly. what, what computer is next? next oh, um, the, the keyboards next are just piling up here. It's amazing. So this one, this one is coming up. This is a Coleco Atom, which was like the very tail end of um, making 8-bit home computers. And I just had to buy it when I saw it on eBay that it has a wildcard key. Wildcard. Yeah. Wildcard. So let me know in Discord what you think I should map that to when yes. working in CircuitPython. Awesome. All right, thanks so much. It should, just like, it should just like open up your like command line and just type in like a random oh, like yeah, tab random completion. Oh, command or <laughs> edit your registry. We don't know what it should do. Yeah, yeah we don't even oh, know. Or maybe delete your all your files. Types RMRF. Yeah, yeah. Total wild card. Cool. All right, thanks, all right thank you, Jepler. All right, see you around. All right, thanks. JP, what you got going on this hey. week? Hey, uh, so I have a little demo that I showed during my product pick of the week, which was these quad alphanumeric display backpacks, which I love. And it was a lot of fun to put together a little demo board of five of them together. So we have five colors. I want to string them together. Uh, and I needed a way to mount that. And I didn't really feel like drilling holes in something or laser cutting something. Um, so I grabbed some Legos and I'm, and I'm super happy about this, uh, this display I made. Uh, one thing I did was I just put some of our little LCD glass panels in front of it to act as a, a sort of a contrast because these things always look better with some filtering on top. Uh, but if I add a little light to it, you can see uh, this is just some stacks of, of Lego with, raise my camera up, uh, with these boards yeah. just sort of sitting here, nothing fancy, but um, through the magic of having enough Technics stuff, I was able to make little grippers out of these pegs and hold them in place. Oh, oh I see. That's fine. Yeah, they like these come out and they're just holding yeah, them in so place. These are what kind of squish them in place is just the fact that you can push those pegs in there. 
Um, but that's the nice thing about these particular new Stemma QT ones is they're easy to wire and the way that you directed the Stemma ports vertically makes them uh, sit next to each other really nicely. They go basically yes. flush next to each other. So. I thought I thought of you. I wanted to make you happy. Thank you. I appreciate it very much. Okay. All right. Well, now we know when John Park's workshop is Thursdays. There it is. Yeah. You can tell. But it'll be the same same show. It'll be at 4 p.m. Thursdays on Adafruit. Oh, thanks, JP. All right. Thanks. And you also got a new guide, the walk person. That's right. The guide is out, and it's a cool collaboration with Noe. So there's going to be some follow-on videos and uh, 3D model spin-arounds and all that good stuff. So it was, it was fun to gang up on that project. Okay. All right. Thank you, JP. All right. Next up is Liz. Hey, Liz. With her brain, her noodle brain. Yes. Uh, so when the LED noodles came out, I immediately thought of plugging them into a synth, uh, which made say something about my brain. Yes. Uh, but, uh, so a guide went up this week uh, where I show you how to solder it up to cables. And I've got a little demo going where um, the blue is getting a sine wave. So you're getting kind of this PWM thing. And then the pink is getting 1V oct, which is how like notes are um, sent to synth. So it's all different voltages. And so I have this keyboard hooked up. So when I press a note, the green goes on. That's Ooh. the gate signal while I'm holding down. Yeah. The it goes off. And so you can you're going to see the pink change in brightness depending on oh. what note you're playing. Yeah. Oh, because it's the, the CV signal itself. Exactly, yeah. So I think it's kind of a fun visualizer for the CV. They do make like LED cables, but they're kind of ugly. Um, but these, if you pair them with a stacking cable, you get kind of the same effect and you can see what voltages and gates you're sending around your system. I think this looks so cool. And I love the usable stacking cables. And it, you know, it in your guide, you know, what's funny is I didn't realize that the, the, there's no signal actually being passed. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's just visual, but like, it looks so cool. And then you you know, you have a, you actually just have more cables, which like, who doesn't exactly. love more cables? Um, more spaghetti everywhere. <laughs> but I love it. I, it's, it's, uh, I love this sometimes a simple, the simple projects are really um, the most fun. I feel like this is something that anybody who does synthesizer music can like put together in a couple minutes and yeah. like, it just totally dresses up uh, your synth. It looks so good. Yeah, thank you. Good work, delightful. Thank you, Liz. And thanks for doing that blog, the, uh, the guide and the write up. People can cool. check that out, it's on the learning system. Yeah. Um, and then uh, speaking of guide writings and more, Phil B, how are good. you? How are you doing? And thank you for bringing all sorts of guides to life for, to help people with all these great LEDs. Oh, you bet! It's enjoyable. I mean, it's stressful <laughs> in the moment, but like after a guide's done, it's like yeah, really you're like, sure. damn, that was cool. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, um, I want to talk about uh, silk screen. You know, custom silk screens that we like to do on boards. Yeah, like uh, here's one on a Metro. These custom silk screens. I'm playing a Metro video tonight. How, we did not coordinate this. I'm playing. A, I have a cool video with a, with the Metro in it. Excellent. Anyway, love doing these, but they are super labor intensive. Yeah. And so we'll do them on a board that we, you know, we know there's going to be a lot of them, and we love the board and everything. But then there's like a thousand breakouts that. You know, would be great if we could do a custom silk on all of them, but that's just not really practical. So, um, been working on a thing. I'm gonna screen thing. a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to find your screen? Uh, let me do play, pick a window. There we go. Okay, I'll add it. Oop. Okay. Yeah, a window. So, <laughs> Eagle CAD. Um, there's these three fonts built in. There's there's the the vector font. 
the fixed font and then the proportional font. And like the proportional font is this beautiful, buttery, smooth thing. And that's great, uh, but it's only there to use in schematics. If you try to put it on the silk screen of a board, when you get the board made, it's just, it goes away. There's, it goes you know, to ugly font. Yeah, it auto, it auto converts it goes it to away. vector. So sad. Yeah. yeah I so, mean, everyone has the tragedy of like sending it out with the proportional and then you get it back and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> right. So I've been working on some Python code that reads in an Eagle file, um, rasterizes that text using the exact same font. I tracked it down. <laughs> and then inserts the, the high resolution raster back into the Eagle file. Um, and you can replace the other fonts as well as if you want. So here I've replaced both fonts. Yeah. Um, and so if you actually go get a PCB made with this now, it will have the buttery smooth font in the silk screen. So it's it's not as nice as a fully custom uh, silk screen, but the fact that you just run this script once yeah. and you're done is like, hey, as a middle ground, that's that's but, not. But Phil B, what if I want a different font like Courier? You can do that. You just it's on the command line. Just that's cool. Tell it it'll read in a true type. What font. if I what if I want Zaf Dingbats? You can try it. I haven't tried it, yeah. but okay. I mean, in theory, it's all just it's just text and fonts and. True this is really fonts. helpful. Yeah, and someone asked in the chat, "Can you add fonts to Eagle?" Phil, no. why don't you just add the font to Eagle? Because uh, you can't. You because you can't. Ugly, <laughs> font. The, yeah. the ugly vector fonts and the the smooth font that you can't use in silk. You cannot. There's only there's only the one vector. Well, there's two versions of the vector font. One is just skinnier than the other, and then there's the yeah. the the proportional font that you cannot actually use. So this actually solves a problem of like how do you have custom fonts? And I I, I was always like I I. I I would have Phil B do silk screens, but it was always like, I felt not bad, but I was like, oh man, it's like so much work to do. Uh, and so I'd always just use like the, you know, the ugly vector font. It's fine. Uh, it's very legible, yeah. but yeah. I really did want to have a nicer font because Phil and I are, you know, we love fonts or typefaces. Yeah. I don't right. actually know the difference and I'm probably going to get in trouble over mixing those two things up. Yeah, this is a safe place. Yeah. Um, this is really uh, helpful. Thank you for doing this. I'm sure this can help a lot of folks. This is what they want. And it's amazing. It's 2022, and this is something we, we're doing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that a lot of people need it, but you go. It comes up. Well, here's the thing. It, it comes up a lot. Everyone who's bumped into this is like, yeah. oh my god, this is what I've always wanted. So, and the fact you can choose any font, and then it inserts it back into as an object that you can then yeah. place and you can move around. Yeah, uh, the fact is, it's not like. It doesn't go into another file and you have to merge it all back in. It just goes right back into the Eagle file. Um, so I hope it's XML. I hope, hope it helps someone out there. Yeah. Well, the three the three of us are going to be really excited. I think it's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to using. It. I've been super busy, but I've had a couple new designs. Yeah. Um, I'm very tempted to uh, pull this out, and uh, all of our uh, boards should look super fancy. And then we have to talk about what typeface we want. Yeah. Adapting yeah. bats. Uh, anyway, the code's not public yet, but once we've tested it and it kind of works, we'll. we'll I can't wait to use papyrus on the e-ink. Yeah, breakouts. we're totally gonna we're totally gonna make the avatar board. It's all papyrus. <laughs> Avatarduino. <laughs> actually, you know what? Like Comic Sans would be pretty funny, and it's very yeah. legible. I mean, Comic Sans is legible. Yeah, I got some Klingon fonts that we can finally do. All right, cool. The Klingon Duino. Okay. Philby's like, wait, I didn't. Yeah. That's not what I wanted. Wait, don't, do not use <laughs> this. No, dude. All these fonts are yours except for Europa. Attempt no kerning here. Okay. Okay. I'll see you later. Thanks, Philby.
All right, next up, Erin. Erin, how are you? Back from Mermaid Travels. Oh, I've been away for a little while and I just wanted to show off my new project. I am uh, getting back into making stuff and making stuff light up. And uh, what I'm working on this week is a jellyfish. That's nice. About a dozen neopixels inside of it. And I am actually making an installation at a, uh, there's a mermaid bar in Sacramento that has a giant 40 foot long mermaid tank above the bar uh, where I've been uh, swimming as a mermaid <laughs> lately. And uh, they hired me to do a new LED light installation. So I'm gonna be making about 50 of these and hanging them up in the uh, dive bar in Sacramento. So if you're local to California, come by and check it out. They should be up by <laughs> November, we'll see. But uh, just prototyping this week and I love the way they turned out. They've just made they, I love the iridescence. They're beautiful. And they're going to be all different sizes. I have a really big one here that I'm working on. Cool. Which, when I hang it up, I, I, it looks like a Chihuly. I don't know if you're familiar with that artist, but there's a glass artist out of yeah. Seattle called Chihuly that makes uh, amazing installations with all kinds yeah. of Yeah, just beautiful stuff. And uh, and the, the light shining through that thing is just All right, you get it truly without it. having to be a millionaire or own a hotel. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, Aaron. Good to see you and welcome back. Thank you. Welcome right. back. Next up, we're going to go to Foamy Guy. Tim, how's it going, Tim? Hello. Uh, so I have a display IO, uh, fun stuff to show. Oh, that looks great. After yeah, because you know, we're talking about the flippy board. I was like, how about yeah, that's font? a nice that's a nice flippy font. Yeah, flippy clock. So this one is um, made for the ESP Feather uh, TFT. It it does use pretty large sprites, so you have to kind of make some space for it, and it may take a chunk of the RAM, but it is looking pretty good. A um, couple of interesting things about it. It basically works by using these sprite sheets like this, and these right. are generated with a PIL uh, Python script. So you can choose your own font. You can choose your own Ooh, background can I use color. Papyrus? It's font night here <laughs> at Adafruit. Yeah. You can choose yeah. any kind of font you want. Um, it will generate these for you. You copy them over to your device. And then we've got the uh, widget. And I've got it up on GitHub, but it's not added to the library bundle or anything like that yet. Um, but it is out there if people want to try it. This one is just kind of counting arbitrarily to show off the, uh, the flip animation. But I have also played a little bit with uh, one more that I'll show, which is the uh, it has access to the internet, of course, right? ESP32 uh, Feather yeah. S2, so it can get the time from online. So we also have this one, which will fetch the time from an oh, NTP uh, and just show the current time. So in my time zone, it's 18.49, and it will just update every minute um, to show the current time. So that's kind of one basic project you can do with it. Great work, Tim. And um, we're usually doing our company meeting during your show on Friday, but I just want to say I get to tune into a little bit of it, and then I script through it later on the night. Fantastic show. Tim does a really neat deep dive every single week on um, our Adafruit channel. You get all the innards of CircuitPython and more. And thank you for showing everyone how all this stuff works. It's uh, it's a combination of code and art. And um, you're, you're, you're very patient and kind with everyone who has questions about coding. So thank you for doing it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's my honor. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Excellent work on the Flippy Cock. Hey, nice and, and then, um, you know, Papyrus has come up. Not saying maybe maybe you should do it. Maybe not. <laughs> I feel bad. I feel bad. People think I don't. They're like, are they serious? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'll we can. See. We can definitely. We can do anything. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'll see you later. Tim. I mean, they should yep, have given us all these fonts, and they didn't want us to use them. That's right. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Next up, we're going to go to Mouse, and then up 
after mouse will be guy and then we'll go to john and then gustav and then mark so we're going to try to get to everyone in the next 10 minutes if everyone keeps it it two minutes each we can keep this up and get to everyone mouse what you got uh, a couple weeks ago i showed off a breadboard prototype of my uh digital fm synth module for my eurorack synth that i'm making and uh it was on a breadboard it's a long-term project i there's i got a lot of more stuff to learn for where to write and I got to keep it around for a long time while I'm working on other stuff. And it was just getting too much, too hard to handle on the breadboard wires flying. It was taking up my breadboard module and everything. So I thought, if only there's a way that I can make a more permanent prototype. I was racking my brain. And then I remembered that, yes, I have a Adafruit Primer Proto board. Yay. So uh, I just soldered it up on the board. Uh, here's, this is a Feather RP2040. Let me just place it in here. <laughs> oh, cool. Okay, so uh, that is just a prototype so far. But um, yeah, there's a uh, digital analog converter chip and an op amp chip. Well, it sounds and, great. Yeah, and I put it, because it's a prototype and I want to reuse the feather when I make it for good, uh, I put it on a socket header connector. And uh, then I realized what I'd actually done was make a Eurorack feather wing by mistake. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Some folks um, like that. Excellent proto, uh, proto board work there too very very tidy adorable yeah i spent some time to make it make it tidy yeah, to keep yeah. It well it has a show until today so yeah. yeah that's right all right thank also, you so I much need, i need to make some of those i need to make some of those nudes that uh, Liz showed off now that's right i know it, yeah, the only is, thing it's missing yeah this is all made for eurorax yeah this is this is a good time to be alive um yes. keep coming back and show, show this off okay thanks yeah i love the love the look yeah it's all very right cute next up Guy, what you got hey, going guy. on this week? Hey, um, I, I want to say really, really quick. I also got my computer engineering for babies book uh, this week. Oh, cool. Oh, great timing because I have a baby due in two weeks. Fun chip shortage fact. Uh, I ordered it before there was a baby. I saw, <laughs> I saw it online, the Kickstarter, and I was like, I'm going to want this at some point. And here it is. Good timing. All right. Yeah, well, hey, c- congratulations, by the way. Thank Thanks you. For, yeah, you're getting a head start on things. Good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Time, to finish, time to finish up some projects. So let's yeah. see. What do, you, what do you got here? Um, so this is super quick. Uh, it's a mechanical hex color picker. So I'm a software developer. I deal with hex colors all the time. Yeah. I found these fun hex dip switches. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I have it here. I just wouldn't focus. But I can yeah. you know change the color. This is my blue uh nibble on the on the end here i can hit that oh, yeah. oh, fun. um and it'll show with the neopixel in real time and then i'll uh, i'll dump it into the youtube chat here uh when i hit the when i hit the button you get your uh oh cool you, you get the color and so it'll oh, yeah. do R- rgb hsv whatever all the different types um you can configure yeah. it to output those love it Okay, awesome. All That's right, guys. Well, Thanks. keep coming back. And uh, when I you're... like the typeface on this PCB. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Fun night. I knew it was coming. So it's coming. Yeah, you're really ahead of things. When, when you're ready, bring the kiddo by the future engineer and uh, bring them by. I, I will. We already got the Ada plushies too. So yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right. Take care, guy. All right. Good to see you, guy. All Congratulations. Right. Next up, we're gonna go to John and Gustav, and then Mark. We still got time. Let's keep it up. Hey John. John. Hey. Hey, hey. So uh, just real fast, um, my brother had this idea to make like a, a little candy drop game with his uh, with a drone. Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh, 
So uh, we were playing with it. Couldn't figure out how to put like motors on a drone or anything. Couldn't get it to work. But uh, I came up with this idea of using like a, a quick release um, kind of hook on here. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, because the drones have those like uh, you can do a 360 trick with them or whatever, right? Yeah. Yep. And so moving around, it stays on pretty good. But then when you do the the roll trick, it pops off, right? Oh, good, yeah. that's how you. So, yeah. That's how you trigger it. Mechanic mechanics there you to, go. for the win. Oh yeah. So I just wanted to show that off. Uh, nice. I have yet to try it out with the kids because it's raining right now, but uh, hopefully soon we'll get to try it out and see if they like it. That's so cool. This is like everything when you're younger, like we didn't have, like none of, none of this stuff was possible and like now you can actually do it. Oh yeah, it's, cool. it's a lot of fun. All right, so. that looks fun. Fun Thanks household. So much, Thank you, John. All right, Gustav. Gustav. How you doing? Hey. Hey everybody, Adafruit from Burning Man. Whoa. Um, I wanted to do a show and tell of an art project that I built and brought out here to Burning Man. I know that Lady Ada, you uh, at least know about Burning Man or you are a burner. And from one amazing community to another, Adafruit's community have helped me so much in building this. So what is it? It's basically uh, the synchronized heart art project. Two people wear heart rate monitors and then we have LEDs that show the heart rates of the two people. So the right hand side is his heart rate and on that side we have that person's heart rate. So the game is two people try to synchronize their hearts to beat at the same rhythm. And the more synchronized they are, the further the animation goes all the way up. So these two gentlemen are almost completely synchronized. There they are synchronized. Um, now if they go out of sync, then the animation doesn't go all the way up to the top of the heart, so it goes a little bit shorter. And so it's basically like a carnival game where you're trying to like get to the top of the top of the track. The technology behind it is super simple. It's just a set of uh, heart rate monitors, a feather, uh, a feather express or something like that. I can't really remember from the top of my head right now. Uh, but basically, it has a, a microcontroller with a Bluetooth chip on it, and it's programmed with uh, Circuit Python. Uh, which made it super simple to make. Your community helped me figure out all of the electronics and the soldering and all that stuff. So I want to give a big thank you to the Adafruit community for helping everything here. And I'm looking forward to making more art pieces for another year for Burning Man. So thanks again. And oh, and my name is Gustav. Okay. Oh, Come wow. Thank awesome. you so thank much. You. Thank you for awesome. recording that and doing that. I feel that. like I was just there. That was amazing. I, I know that you are a burner, or at least you know about Burning Man. Yeah, yeah. And we went for five years, and then now I'm the first. Old. The first year I met Lamora, met. she said I had to I had to go to Burning Man with her, otherwise that was it. So I went. We were actually just yeah. talking about this yeah. weekend how you used to pull me. I had these I, roll, I had these rollerblades with like gigantic wheels, and he yeah. would pull me through the desert on the bicycle. He was yeah. He was that's yeah. how we knew we were in love. Um, I've, I've gone every year since 2009, so I, I love beautiful it. I love project it. and great sense. And you work know what? That, Congratulations yeah. on getting it working because that's really really hard. Yeah. Like people don't realize how tough it is to get a project up and running in the desert when it's like you can't get replacement parts you may not have tools yeah. electricity we were there you got repairing it working. stuff when we were there yeah i, I can tell there. you the first time that i plugged it in and it was working up there and i got all this you know I, yeah i was happy because congratulations uh, it, it that's that work. is a big deal yeah uh, i had right. my soldering irons hopefully i could do repairs on the site but thankfully uh, i didn't have to it worked just the way i hoped it would and you know what's actually nothing. ironic circuit python actually came out of burning man a little bit because i had so many projects where i would have to take my laptop and run MP Lab 
to fix stuff. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, if only I had a way of just plugging, you know, it's like the compiler and it's whatever. And I was like, you know, if there's only a way to edit it as a text file, I would have been able to like easily update yeah, use the, the phone code. or something like that. Cause like that was the problem is like, yeah. if I had somebody would bring their laptop, but they wouldn't have all the software. I'm like, well, you can't download anything, but you always have a text editor. Yeah. And so not directly in mean, office years past, oh, but it was definitely or like a lot of IDs or cloud only. You can't yeah. do anything with microcontrollers yeah. without being connected. Like it's it a, was like not needing a dongle, not needing yeah. code, not needing to, you know, license. It was all part of why circuit Python was to me. So cool. I was like, this, was a problem that I had. I did not know that. Well, that, yeah, yeah. that makes me love CircuitPython. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, this is exactly what it was designed for. Like easy, debugging, you know, ball, uh, anywhere, um, usable in the desert. So congrats. Uh, thank you so much. This is, this is a, that was a really nice video. We, I re we really video. appreciate it. Thank you. I'm happy you enjoyed it. And I'm so, right. thank you for making sure everybody was wearing clothing in the video <laughs> yes. as well. I did think uh, about it. I yeah, know, you got to think good. about it. All right, thank you, Gustav. Right. Great yeah. video. Oh, whoops. Oops. Okay. I'm just going to watch the video again. We're going to watch yeah. it again. <laughs> let me get you out of here. Okay, and then thank let me you. Go to Mark, play us out. Play us hey, out, Mark. Mark. Right, thanks. Yeah. So very quickly, 47 days, I think, to Halloween. So I thought it was right. probably too late to start, not too early. Uh, so just to keep things quick, fresh off the 3D printer is the start of a pumpkin project. Right Yay. now, I just threw uh, CircuitPython Express in there, glowing orange, because why not? Yeah. Uh, already one of my friends requested six of these. I'm not sure why six. But uh, yeah, the next step is to actually wire it up with some more electronics and see where it goes from there. Well, they're adorable. All right. Yeah, That's super for... cute. And you do have plenty of time to make all of these. Mm -hmm. And you can come back on the show and show the in-progress stuff. As I you. can't wait to see. Each one should be stuffed with different electronics. It's like a little <laughs> advent calendar of pumpkin. We'll see how creative I can get in the next 47 days, I guess. I think you've, you've got it in you. you got it in you. All right. Well, thanks right. for coming on tonight. Good to see you. We were um, having the other team members co-host and everything. Um, so I miss seeing you. But now I got a chance to see it this week. I see you guys as well. All right. Thanks, Mark. Thanks a lot. Bye. All right, that was exciting. Thank you so much, everybody, for coming by this week. That was a jam-packed show and tell. We'll start asking engineer in just a few moments. We'll be back next week doing show and tell every single Amazing. week, seven thirty p.m. Eastern time. Um, thank I you. I show and tell. It's like so cool to see yeah. these projects. Thank you so much, everybody, for not only being on the show and tell, but um, if you're watching this, helping others who are doing projects who later on go and see and create and share with others. Um, this is uh, one of the few things that can bring people together. And it's really cool to see this so every single week. All right. Warms my heart. Ask All right. an engineer. Gotta get ready for the next show. In a few moments. See you next week, everybody.